0: how's it everybody today we have a special episode with Kuhao Zain, brought to you by toyota hawaii be sure to check out talk toyota a new series on toyota hawaii's instagram where kumu tutu sister Moki, sheriff and all my killer characters are showing you how there's an electrified toyota for all lifestyles guys this is the first time i've been able to create content where all of my characters are on camera at once I got to film with all of Toyota's newest hybrid vehicles, and they're super sick. Niele or not, Toyota has a model for you and my multiple personalities. (laughs) Check out Talk Toyota episodes 1 to 4, already posted on Toyota Hawaii's Instagram, and be sure to stay tuned for episodes 5 and 6, dropping on April 19th and May 3rd. Again, guys, check out Talk Toyota on Toyota Hawaii's Instagram featuring me and all your favorite characters. Now... Back to the podcast.
1: Yeah, I was doing I was doing a podcast at one point where I was just like, "Ah, hey, you know what? Let's just call it Paul Hana. We're just gonna have a couple drinks and then go through the podcast." Oh, bra! A couple <laughs> drinks in, not pressing start on the camera, <laughs> not getting the levels right on the road, and all kind of things. So, yeah, and I was like, you know, that's that's not the most productive thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should hire somebody to do all this
2: oh no you need like a designated podcaster exactly like, exactly, like, like, <laughs> like sober podcast yeah. huh? you, can, you can drink whatever but the guy the guy yeah. working the technicals, gotta be I wish I could
1: say I wish I could say that I learned that on the first run <laughs> I, I never learned that until like a couple weeks in I already had choked guests already I was like oh choke guests, no more nothing recorded yeah
0: <laughs> had some good guests though yeah we had some killer conversation I wish you guys yeah. could hear them
1: that <laughs> oh, was good though
0: Nah, that's, yeah, We was just saying, because when you would text me, I was supposed to hop on one, one, one call just out of random. Yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to sign this doc, and I'm like, bruh, we're, this thing's gonna have to wait, you know? Yeah. Brad's like, oh, you like me go grab him? I'm like, no, I like come. But I was like, oh, how killer would it have been to, you know, have a little assistant <laughs> set all this up so we could just go downstairs. Exactly. And yeah. have a few, and then come up.
2: Nah, we was just in LA at our friend's one. And yeah. they get like one full setup like these guys have been doing it forever yeah. and bruh, they have like the full team and bruh, they just walk in and do it and yep. freaking lunch comes and you're like yeah wow yeah
1: we'll get to that point we'll one, get day, oh, one day for one sure. day sure yeah.
2: guarantee we drink all we like and
0: we, we don't need worry <laughs> guys
1: guarantee you touch it yeah the press maybe it's gonna set this
0: up in hilo then can, can that can. would be
1: merry monarch edition oh that'd be Cousin.
0: sick that would be major. <laughs> yeah, McKenna, you seen McKenna set up? Yeah, McKenna set up is mean. Oh, like, killing it! it Big Vala All session <laughs> she's yeah.
1: having. She's that's that's pretty. I mean, one, she came in when she came in to shoot this last one that she was just doing with my mom guys. First, I thought she was just going to be in the corner of the stadium and everything, and then that's usually where they set up over there. And then when I walked in, I was like, "Oh, I'm not on the stage and everything, McKenna." Yeah, and she was like, "What you talk story?" I was like, "Oh, wow, this is."
3: Full a on nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you was on that. Um, of course, you was. We did
1: it. We did a. We did a quick talk story, and that was more on my, um, on my grandma's quarter releasing because um, uh, her her quarter that she's being featured on is uh just released on Monday, and then yeah yeah. So anyway. Eh. Um, eh. Before we get into it, cool.
0: Because <laughs> I, know, no, I just, I just I wanted to the, the juices for oh, yeah. flowing. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I just gotta give one quick introduction, yeah. and then and then we you look on Nandine, Big Dog.
3: I'm good. You good, good? Okay. <laughs> you good on the ding?
2: Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I'm good on the ding.
2: Killing with yeah. me down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um, but how's it, everybody? And mahalo for tuning in to another episode of How's This podcast. Um, filmed on location at the beautiful Twin Fin Waikiki, right here in Honolulu. Um, we have the pleasure of speaking with the one, the only, very special guest, my good brother Kuhao Zane. Hey,
1: mahalo for having me. We get Leahy right behind us over here, and
0: we're right here in Waikiki. I almost
1: had to go get and drink while I was down there, but you know, Mary coming around the corner. I got, I get couple. I got to focus.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, I kumu she gonna swab your sweat and she gonna put them in twenty uh, twenty three in me and she gonna say Viking.
3: Oh, oh. oh. Scared. I scared, I scared.
1: Especially if the kumu is my mom too. Even, oh, look oh. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, so, so your mom, um, bro, for coming. Yeah. You know, yeah. for, first and foremost, Uh so your mom is participating in or she cannot
1: she cannot would be juiced would be juiced because, <laughs> yes um, or or we it'd be a it'd be favorable for us yeah if, if we was competing for sure but no she's uh, she's been the head judge uh, for i want to say at least like 12 years now oh. uh, but she's been judging in total off and on uh for about 25 years Okay. And so it's, it's been a while that she's been judging. And even when I was in high school, I, I kind of remember like whenever she would judge, I'd have the opportunity to sit in her seat. Yeah. And so that was kind of, um, that's my experiences with, with Mary Monarch back then. And at the same time, when I was growing up, I remember it being an old, uh, I mean, for lack of better terms, an old people's event. You know, for all real? the aunties over there and all. Yeah, Yeah. it was like kind of more, uh, or maybe everybody is old. But you wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't or something like that. But I would definitely say in the past, maybe like 10 years, even less, maybe like eight years, definitely Hilo and Mary Monarch during that time period is just such more of a youthful event and... I just like the fact that there's so much, like, useful interaction with such an important cultural event, too, mm-hmm. you know? Just a mixture of all of that together. Plus some crown shots and whatever else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> what happened up at the... What you guys <laughs> call it at the loft where we was? That was good fun. That's
1: just the office. That's all yeah, office. Yeah. Yeah. That was good fun. Work meetings, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, because that, that's what I was going to ask you, you know? Like, last year, when, when I was in... At Olahilo, yep. you know, it was the first time that I ever went to the big island during Mary Monarch. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was with the Toyota team and stuff like that. But, cousin, when I tell you, uh, what mall is that in, in Hilo Town uh, where they all set up and, you know, the vendors on the inside?
1: Which one was that? Was that a, um oh, at the, at the, um, at the. I mean, it must have been one of the marketplaces that was set up previously, but the marketplaces in general in Hilo go off. Cousin. I can't even imagine how much people actually fly in. I was thinking to myself, Hawaiian Airlines cargo. They probably cargo so much product Mm, in during this time just, just for that. But, um, yeah, there's multiple marketplaces all set up to run. It's literally on gold rush now. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: for real. Yeah. Cause like Hilo town is booked, right? Yeah. Like ah, you don't know, get everything, nothing. Everything.
1: Yeah. Airbnb is nothing. I just
0: yeah. bought in the puddles, the <laughs> rain, <laughs> but it was at Hilo rain. I was so pumped, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Proud of that Hilo rain. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Keeping people clean. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Some people, Yes. Yeah. some people need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more. Rain. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just Mary Monarch in general is such a special thing. And especially, um, My grandma, Edith Kanakole, she was an integral part of Mary Monarch Yeah, in in the starting of Mary Monarch. Her alongside with Uncle George, Noope, and then Auntie Dottie Thompson. And so Auntie Dottie Thompson's daughter, Auntie Luana, and she's the one currently running Mary Monarch right now. And so my grandma was kind of integral to the start of Mary Monarch as an overall festival. Okay, And then my mom, of course, as well as my auntie, Auntie Pua, Kanakoale um, Kanhele, Both of them have been Often on judges And Antipua also has been A commentator And mm-hmm. then For me On my side I've been dancing hula For I think like I think I get I think I get like 30 years right now
3: oh, Something okay. like
1: that I've been dancing for like 30 years Ka-hiko. It's nice. Yeah 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 um, Get silver locks On the knee <laughs> 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 Pele <Well,
0: laughs> Some Pele's hell. Pele hea <laughs> um,
1: And then Basically for Ho'ike night, which is that Wednesday night, which is when uh, Olahilo happens, Ho'ike night always has to be opened up. So they have the court that comes in and that's like the acting, that's the acting royalty, speci- that's acting Kalakawa uh, for, mm. for the event. And it's a way to honor the royalty, especially honor Kalakawa who revived Hula. Yeah. Um, and so on Hoike night they always have to have royal dancers. And so our Halau, Halau kikuhi is the royal dancers. And so we come on usually as the first Halau to like christen the stage and then go out there and do our performance. But my mom also takes that as that's her opportunity, um, for lack of better terms, to show what's up. <laughs> 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 you know, she can she can she can kinda stretch out her her mm. uh her limbs when it comes to certain costumes or certain aahu that she's trying to imagine and a lot of it definitely, I will say, is, is guaranteed culturally grounded in her um, costumes, her aahu, but it's also... Um, she's a real big fan of samurai of mm. films back in the day, like Musashi Madu and stuff. Okay. And so she has all of these different, like, ideas of how to integrate them together. And I think that coming accumulating onto the stage at Mary Monarch, that's her opportunity to really stretch out her creativity to the fullest. Yeah. And she takes she takes every opportunity. And so we've been opening Mary Monarch, uh, I think this is my consecutive like 21st or 22nd year mm-hmm. um, dancing, which is kind of gnarly than easy. So um, oh. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> you gotta get the my stem cells. I tried to <laughs> yeah. tell my mom the other day. I was like, so mom, you know, I was thinking maybe this is one of the last. Sh- oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. I keep going. I keep you yeah. hungry. I get <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's, it's one, it's an opportunity for everybody to come together for Mary Monarch and these different practitioners, definitely of hula, to like elevate the, the dance of hula. And at the same time, I think for my mom, it's her opportunity to be able to showcase her latest when it comes to choreography, when it comes to research of specific chants. And then, of course, with the costumes and what she's inspired by at the moment. So all kinds of things coming together.
0: You know, that's, it's super interesting. I'm, I'm really, in, we're really into history. Yep. But you know, when you say researching different chants and stuff like that, like is there people that she you mean is talking to is there museums that she goes to check out for documents like what what is the process of something like that she Google her own mind for real yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh she got she get them on that, search uh, she
1: has uh she definitely so as a um hello kikuhi with my grandma of course with edith and then um my grandma's mom mary kikueva and even before that, her kumu was Naholava'a. Naholava'a was a kumu that came from Nahiku in Maui. And so just in that line alone, there's about five generations. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, uh, there's about two generations or three generations after me. So it's about eight generations of cultural practice that I think oh. specific to hula and then specific, even more specific to what you were just talking about, but chants. Uh, specific to chants, that's what our... Hello repertoire is known for is these kind of like volcanic, uh, pele like very energetic bombastic like chants and then we have the dance to be able to match to that and so a lot of these chants have been passed down generationally mm-hmm. and so my mom just has this like unbelievable um, like photographic memory of these chants that she's able to pull up upon and so just for example like even for um, even for this year's one just a on preview not yeah small kind preview but. The opening chant is uh, is a chant for Kauwualii, and Kauwualii was actually the chant of um, was actually the chief of um, of Kauai. Yes, and so in the relationship of things, because Kamehameha actually had to go and negotiate with Ali'i to try and figure out some sort of deal instead of actually just taking over Kau'ai'u because he wasn't able to do that. And so in that kind of almost like mutual respect with each other, my mom has this appreciation for Ali'i, And so our opening chant is a chant for Ali'i, And so it's all these kind of like little ties Mm -hmm. that she has that she has written somewhere in the back of her mind over there that she pulls up little data points or something like that. And she's able to, like, compose, like, a theme for each year. And so that's the theme for this year. Mean. All kind things.
0: All kind yeah. things going on. Yeah. That's really cool. We just got to speak with the director of the Kauai Museum. Um, his name is Chucky Boy Chalk. But yeah. J- you know, like, just. He gets a mean noise.
1: right <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Some, some of his songs that he came on with back in the day.
0: Hoy, i trip I don't even want to yeah. sing it on
1: top here right now but yeah, I, can. I, I i join him if you can, if i know him <laughs> you know if i mean? knew i would yeah like, but yeah no he that, that uncle's
0: a man yeah he's on he's on killer so he you know just learning a bunch from him um about kawaii and, and yeah. specifically but um no nah, that's super cool that you know and and how how was that though growing up like like is you know like my dad played baseball and and he did all these things that i never grew up doing but was hula something that you was always into genuinely or is was you mean just family kind things where yeah you pick up on it
1: nah it was definitely one of those things that it it always happened and alongside the hula like our our family's not only known for the hula side but it's also known for uh the ahu so like all of the costuming so like we have to go and gather some of the leaves we have to go Um, gather some of the shells and we make all of our own costume and everything so make our own lace, and then on top of that then we have like the ceremonial side of things so we we still upkeep some of the i mean for lack of better terms the religious practices of hula too Mm -hmm. and so those things are tied are tied into our forests into specific native plants which of course ties into 16 designs and everything Mm
3: -hmm. but
1: i think uh it's it's a cumulative practice of hula a lot with all of these things involved that that's what i came to appreciate but at the same time being a little kid being dragged into the forest <laughs> to go make lays or being dragged into a ceremony where you cannot talk for a like couple hours or being dragged into uh, you know making certain costumes and then being dragged to the hula show i'm just stuck in the back of the um dressing room just sitting over myself like no more phone back then you know yeah, just, yeah <laughs> Cruising around. Cruising. let's see where i can get lost now yeah um yeah, it was it was a it was an interesting way to grow up, and at the same time, I would say um, I never liked dancing. Yeah, yeah. When I was yeah, I was like, nah, 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 nah. That's not for me. <laughs> Maybe some other people, but it's not for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, until my mom gave me like, and then I was like, okay, nah, nah, that's for me. It's yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love yeah. it. What yeah. you yeah, mean? Yeah, my favorite. we <laughs> do them one hundred. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, too, there's little tones of like my mom telling me like, no, no, it's up to you. You, you can dance if you want to dance. You know it. it it's up to you um your cousin's gonna do Mm. yeah maybe you can hang out with your cousins look they're they're gonna be at practice yeah just hang out with them maybe you can even sleep over (laughs) (laughs) i I was thinking about that i was like wow i just got conned into this yeah and now 30 years later i'm still doing this but one of the best decisions i ever made because i've got into one know more about my own cultural identity um, my own self and then also the idea that if you can if you can gain self-knowledge you have a stronger foundation and on top of that if you have a stronger foundation you're allowed to grow even further and so we've gotten, we've had the ability to be able to travel to so many different um, countries um, perform even in places like greece Mm -hmm. where we um, we opened up the uh, olympics to happen in athens i think it's in 2004 Mm -hmm. and so we help open up the olympics with the cultural olympics that happens usually a year previous to wherever the olympics are going to happen and so there's some been so many opportunities and i've gotten to learn so much so that one little decision of Bonnie to just spend the night at my cousin's house yeah yeah it kind of paid its dividends over the years you know what i mean mm. so anyway but yeah um from young time it wasn't really a thing and then <laughs> somehow it came around later on appreciate it
2: well That's it's kind of crazy right like when i was a kid not not in Hula or not in like Hawaiian and stuff, but my dad was in politics and yeah. like on Kauai and literally everything you get dragged to, yeah, and you like i i mean i may I may have been more angry about it, but like I yeah. hated it, like yeah, I was like totally like you almost like resent, like I moved away when I like turned eighteen just cause, yeah, over it, but I, then like now, now moving back, you're like, oh nah, it was kind of important, like the things he was doing was good. The people he cared about was good. Yeah. Like the, the actions that came through it was good. And I was just one, like, you just didn't get it as a kid. But mm. now you're like, oh, almost like
1: osmosis. Yeah. Mm. Like, like
2: there's all these things that you have ingrained in you that you never realize you did. Yeah. But because you went through all these things you hated to do, yeah. mm. you know? Well, I did, Well, I hated, you never
1: hate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I,
1: I can't say that I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but definitely during, um, during high school time, I, I started to travel for hula. Mm-hmm. And so at that, that time, I enjoyed the hell out of that. We we ended up going on tours like you know two weeks or three weeks at a time. Yes. So it was, oh. it was super enjoyable. And at the same time, I will say uh, when I turned 18, I actually ended up going off to school. And I took that as my moment to like run away too. Mm. I ended up going to design school in LA. And so while I was going to design school, I I practically didn't dance at all. I barely had any like cultural... Moments while I was in, while I was in high school. I mean, while I was in uh, college. But I think what it offered was, it offered me that time to like get away a little bit, mm-hmm. and then
2: realize what I was missing. Too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, I agree. Because like when I went to New York, like it's just such a like broad juxtaposition of like spaces. Yeah. That now you're like, oh, I, the thing I was running away from is kind of actually pretty sick. Yeah. You know and what um, I mean? Yeah. Like, like you know, you you think every, the grass is always greener, and then you're like, yeah. well, actually. Back home is pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um and so I guess uh, I, I, in in um in this whole Merry Monarch theme, and that's why we was telling that's why we was telling Toyota Hawaii to make sure that um that you fly in early, yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah. so yeah. that Merry Monarch night, that Hoike night is something that's important to me because I've been dancing. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's it's hard to describe. Like I was even thinking how many seasons did LeBron play for yeah and then how many years like even there's this girl who has been dancing longer than i have and she still dances in the front row next to me but like i don't know maybe she get a couple years on lebron just the amount of years that she's been dancing on Mm. this biggest stage of hula yes and so I mean, I'm not saying that I'm an athlete or anything like that of that sort, but just in the longevity and then the consistency mm-hmm. of things, definitely the, it, it's something to celebrate that our hello has been able to open up this Merry Monarch Festival, the Ho'ike Night, all these years. So that said, I, I brought something special for you. For yeah. me? Yeah, I brought something special. No. It's the it's the coveted Ho'ike ticket. <laughs> no, no, is it? Yeah, because, you know, it sold out already. God, so I brought like, you oh Ho'ike my gosh.
2: Ticket. I know he's like I can go. I but get tickets. <laughs> yeah, I no, don't no, can get no. it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I thought what camera? Am I, <laughs> no, because everybody was asking me, "What are you going to Mary Monarch, or are you know, are you gonna see any of the the shows?" And I was like, you "Gotta hold no. up the ticket just so a second. Oh no! Yeah, please yeah. do. I'm fix t- the picture. Oh, we can get all three right there.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Bra. Yeah. Because they get this thing written in Japanese too because that's the draw. Of course, right? of course. That's yeah. always a part of it. So, wait, wait, wait. So what? When I give this, when I go over there, I gotta, do I actually gotta give this to them or can, can I, can I like... You gotta, give, you gotta give half. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, gotta give half. Oh, okay. okay, okay I see, I see. you rip ripping. Yeah. <laughs> Cousin, you guys watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> this is better. No, thank you though. For yeah. seriously. um, Everybody, what, Z, what, is Kumu gonna be up there? I'm like... I mean, I would love to just. I know I was going to be up there during yeah. Ola Hilo. Yeah. <sighs> never, never freaking! I gotta go tell my freaking grandma or something, you know? Nah, we gotta go tell Kaylin. We gotta go tell Kaylin. Make those flights. Oh, oh no, <laughs> Kaylin! You see this? I'm gonna chop this into real <laughs> and I'm gonna play this and tag Toyota and
1: all you guys, John, Peter, Danes, everybody. Uh, nah, no, I, I'd appreciate it if you can come to the show. I mean, definitely, it's 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 something that unique is unique to Hilo, you know?
3: Yeah,
0: so. dude. I told Bran, we, we just started really hanging out maybe, like, a year ago yeah. or so. But, bro, when I went and when I came, when I was up there, yeah. I would recommend whether you guys can go to the Merry Monarch or not. Yeah. If you can get one flight in, cuz, get one flight in, figure out where you're going to stay, whatever. It's just so unreal to be in Hilo Town while yeah. it's going on.
1: Definitely, definitely. There's yeah. a There's almost like this, like, almost like a buzz in, in Hilo. Mm-hmm. And like, you can almost feel the energy of everybody. And and that's the cool, I mean, this may be a little bit spiritual and a little bit out there, but everybody's there is is focused on something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of people are either focused on hula or focused on going shopping or whatever it is. Yeah. But I think it is all focused on male Hawaii or things Hawaii. And so I think that, that that focus on this one item just creates this buzz that everybody can feel. It's tangible. Mm-hmm. But you come there on like Sunday morning, uh, it's already on ghost town. Yeah, it tumbleweeds, everything. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. for real, for yeah. real.
0: That that's why, like, every so, so when you say mea Hawai'i is that, that what what that means? Just
1: yeah. all just things that are focused on on things Hawaii. Okay, know, like okay. All things Hawaii. No matter if it's the hula or if it's the crafts mm-hmm. or if it's the people or if yeah. it's the music, whatever it is, it's a one time that everybody in the town or in that city is all focused on one thing, and yeah. I think that that's something tangible that people can feel, especially. Bru- I, sh- I shouldn't make that i shouldn't make that i don't mean that i don't mean that
0: <laughs> yeah no i <laughs> think
1: tangible i don't know yeah 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 uh, yeah and i think that that's something important and uh, something something to celebrate
0: no it, it is though because exactly what you said like because i love kalua pig lao lao yeah. but guess what you don't love it more than the week of very monarch in hilo <laughs> town no like bro like i, I go pound with lao lao yeah. every day you yeah. know to to get up get out r- roll out of the hotel or just walking around the mall and bro you see all the older aunties with all the law bra- bra- yeah. bracelets I'm like you know what auntie In-house shells everything big time yeah. if if you don't want one freaking bird <laughs> you know what I mean the old the kind of feathers you're not in <laughs> you feel you feel like well at least for me I got to feel like old hawaii in in a real like community driven way you know like it was just such good vibes yeah. I, I
1: no for sure and i think um you know just to add on just to add on cuz i said gold rush earlier and i don't mean that in a bad way i mean mm-hmm. I, everybody get get out there get your money yeah get, do what you got to do um i i would want to say that you know i think a lot of times when people talk about cultural things a lot of times what's not spoken about is the economic impact of mm-hmm. cultural things. Yes. And so now if you're looking at, uh, if you're looking at Mary Monarch as an economic driver, oh, brah, there's so, I mean, just for the travel industry, of course. And then also for all of the vendors that are there for all the mm-hmm. people that try and try concerts, myself included, although we don't make money off of all Hilo night uh, just everybody that is partaking in this economic driver that is culturally based to me. That sounds, that sounds like, the way that business should be done in Hawaii, where you're using culture as your direction, not necessarily like specifically just tourism mm-hmm. or specifically just these these um, uh, tour sites or anything yep. like that. Yeah. You're using culture as a direction and then you're allowing that to be the economic driver.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Nice. Yeah. No, 100% because how much, how many vendors, because, uh, yeah, because there's so many different, Areas that they're at, you know. I know, I know specifically one, um, born high is is this company from Kauai. You know, Jeremy is the owner, he's a firefighter. But I ran into them and said, Whoa, Jeremy, like you guys are set up over here. I said, hoin we (laughs) if there's one event we're going to scratch to get to, it's this one every time they they will fly up. And I'm, and for me, I'm like, Amazing, you know, then that helps you on Kauai to, to. to be in business on, because c- yeah. they ki- everyone kills up there.
1: Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, e- even even talking about the Hawaiian plates, Um Hemolele is a church that does the that does the Hawaiian plates. You know, I I'm a businessman. I'm half pocket, I'm half Hawaiian. You know, so <laughs> I, I, get, I get both sides, but yeah. I sit in there and I counting the line and I am looking what you they order. Yeah, the like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my abacus is going like this. <laughs> Shout out to the pocket site, but um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, no, I think that that's, I think that that's awesome too, because uh, hopefully each of these people that are coming to partake in this, they're integral to their community, just as you said. And so the monies and the funds that they're, that they're collecting during that time, hopefully that comes back to be able to uplift their
0: community too. Yep. Yes.
2: Right on. I just want to say thank you before we go along. We jumped straight in from like I the know, elevator. We yeah. We went yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But this guy's been talking about you since like last year. So <laughs> cool, this is bro. like this is like when alleged. You're like, oh this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this, yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. is real or what? Yeah, like, no, for real. Like we've been through your i I've been to your store with him like a bunch of times. And I'm like Sure, he's real. it's, it's like it's like <laughs> no, Wizard. no, it's like Wizard of Oz. You're like, oh, wait, what is he gonna say? <laughs> yeah, no. lately,
1: lately it's been like that. Lately. No, 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 yeah. but
2: no, I'm stoked you're here. Yeah, and you said something in the beginning that I think kind of like coincides. Is like there's this youthful kind of like participation, though, yeah. where I think that's kind of like growing and that's pushing like not just the economics but just the growth of like Hoi An and the, the education. Yeah, you know, because like growing up, I mean. Maybe it'll come out. It'll come out next week, I think. Yeah. But we did one with, with Chucky Chucky, and I get into like, kind of how like growing up. Like I just never knew nothing. Yeah, you know, and like I had one, I think half a year in the eighth grade of like, like ho- like Hawaiian class, yeah. and that was it. And Intro. like, and I had no real <laughs> like care. And now you're like, oh, you know, as it being like part of you, you kind of like feel a little bit guilty about not knowing. Yeah. Mm. And then now I'm like, oh, it's kind of sick that there is this like push from from younger people. And even younger than me that are, like, really trying to get into it and and learn, you know? Yeah. And and figure out, like, what was the things? Because there is this part of you that you, like, just don't get. Yeah. You know, because you never had the ability. And it's not even, like, even the chance, right? Like, it's it's so passed down person to person that if you don't have that access, and now it's becoming, like, accessible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, through doing Mary Monarch, through it being, like, televised, through understanding... All the different stuff, all the cultural relevance, yeah. all, all that kind of stuff. I think it's pretty sick, and, and the fact that, like, even going back to the legend thing. I mean, like, every time we talk, even this morning, we're like, "Oh, wait, his his grandma's on the quarter now." <laughs> yeah, like, like, no, I seen that. Yeah, I, I, I seen yeah. that, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" But that that impact, right? Like, she invested what was seventy some seventy something. Yeah? yeah, is when it started, and then till now, so. 30 50 years yeah. almost yeah. like that's how much invest and now it's coming to this fruition where yeah. it's like blooming you know yeah. what i
1: mean That's funny that's funny that you said that and i was actually um i was actually so with this quarter we're actually planning one two three about four events that are happening in the in the coming months to celebrate this because it's such a um, huge occasion and huge honor too i was thinking to myself i was like you know, within our family, within the Kanakowale family, it's kind of known that, like, you have big shoes to fill in mm-hmm. general, right? So it's it's just something that you kind of understand, and at the same time, sometimes a little bit heavy the shoulders, you know? Uh, so with my grandma in mind, you know, When one generation passes, they've done their achievements, they've done their accomplishments, and then that way it's the next generation's chance to be able to step up to the plate and do your own achievements and do your own accomplishments so that you can add to this, to this almost like, um, to this collection of kanakole or hale kanakole, was what we call it. Um, My grandma pulling this one off from the grave. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
3: brah!
1: Grandma, how are you supposed to do anything after this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't even know how to beat yeah. this. I mean, people just flipping quarters over here. Which, is, wow, I see, I see how it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a huge, yeah. it's, it's a huge accomplishment. And and I was just writing a little um, like paragraph about it because a lot of these um, events that we're doing and even products that we're releasing during that week, and we just want to kind of we want to describe in detail what her accomplishments were, and at the same time try to educate some people of what she did too. But for me, some of the stories that stuck out. Um, there's this one story that my mom told me, and she and she was she was kind of like the kupuna that George Helm. So George Helm, of course, like a huge icon within the Hawaiian Renaissance currently right now. Um, and to me, to me, George Helm is our Tupac, like in mm, gener- in Hawaii, mm, you know? Okay. Because he his life was taken a little bit early, and so the legacy and the legend that he that he. Um, lived was able to like be amplified Mm. from his um, from his life being cut short and so the fact that George Helm was such a passionate uh, speaker as well as musician to me all of these parallels just align with Tupac of course Um, but uh, the George Helm or the Helm family they were told when they were young all those siblings uh, you know go out and go find one kupuna to um, be able to learn from and so George was able to learn from my grandma Edith and so he'd come to, um, he would come to Hilo, and he would just kind of, like, hang out. And I, I heard that my grandma had a party for her 60th birthday at this house down at Honolulu, and, like, he just ended up showing up and playing music and everything. So that was a relationship that they had. Well, one of the things that stood out to me when I was talking to my mom about this is that uh, my grandma was a translator for the court, and so whenever, for, for the county court, mm-hmm. and so whenever there was any, like, land disputes um like let's say if like uh, this ohana has kuleana claims kuleana land claims to a specific area and then places like i don't know like the um like the national park or something like that is trying to take it over then it are go into court and so she was a translator because some of these uh, families you know mm-hmm. so they only spoke hawaiian mm-hmm. and so she'd be the translator in between but what she realized over the years of being this translator is that if some of these families had a cultural tie or protocol to the land that they were calling Kuleana land, mm-hmm. they would usually win the court case. Mm. And so uh, it's weird because um, in U.S. church and state is is so like supposedly supposed to be separate, separate yeah. right? But religion in U.S. And it's in United States is always respected to a certain mm-hmm. degree, right? And so she's learned over the years of being a translator that since religion is respected, that if you can show that you have religious practice or cultural practice to this l- piece of land, that m- you're more than likely to win in court. Mm. And, Interesting. She sh- and she shared this with George Helm. And so a part of this sticks with George Helm. And then he goes and he starts his whole Kahoolawe. Um, mm. movement at the time to mm. be able to get Kaho'olawe back. And one of the things that was, that was first done was to be able to create a protocol or a ceremony that could be done on Kaho'olawe so that they can start that, that cultural practice or that religious mm. practice to that space. Yes. And then over the years, um, of course, George Hound passes away. They keep doing this cultural practice. They keep doing this religious practice. And over the years, uh, it was, you know, disputed over. But the military ended up giving Koho Aulabe back. Mm-hmm. And so it's just these small little, like, stories that not a lot of people know about. But I would say that my grandma definitely was a was a solid contributor to the Renaissance, to the cultural Renaissance mm-hmm. of that time of the 70s, like you said, 50, 50 years ago. And I think that it was also by design that she knew if she could set some of this, I'm, I mean, I'm speaking for her at this point, but I would say that she knew or she maybe foresaw that if she can set enough groundwork mm-hmm. that we would have portions of the culture that are flourishing today. Mm. You know? And that way we wouldn't have to rely on just maybe a hundred aunties that mm. don't speak Hawaiian. Yeah. You know? And now we have generations of Hawaiians that speak Hawaiian and know every word to smoke meat by Ky You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just just yeah. in general. And I think that alongside that, um, I'm of the same generation of where it, I was a part of the first Punanaleo class back in the back in nineteen eighty five. And during that time there wasn't a lot of uh, native speakers, of mm-hmm. course. And so even for me there was a there was a little disconnect and I'm not fluent at all whatsoever. Like I can understand, but I can understand, but I'm not able to like compose sentences. I'm working on it. Oh, okay, okay. That's interesting. I'm not fully fluent. It's an interesting fact. Yeah, and and it took me a little while to, like you said, Mm. to just be comfortable with that, Um, because obviously I have some cousins that are hammers, (laughs) (laughs) and so they're over there like they just talking to me, and then I'm like, "Me taking the data? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is how I feel." And so it for it took me a long time just to be comfortable with that. But at the same time, I was still able to be steeped in cultural practice, being able to learn about hula, being able to learn about kuahu, being able to learn about the chants. And so I still had, like, this portion of me that was there. But I think that what my grandma was trying to do back then was just set the groundwork, set the groundwork so that the next maybe, like, two or three generations would be able to flourish. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what we're seeing currently right
2: no, I mean, definitely, like, right now, there's so much stuff, and and yeah, and even from a design standpoint, I would kind of give you a little bit of credit, you know what I mean? There's so many, I won't say modern, but inspired design that's coming out now mm-hmm. that is, like, like just top notch, right? Yeah. It's like, wh- wherever you are, design is design, right? It's mm-hmm. based on whether it's math, whether it's, like, ratios, whether it's stuff, the, and then now you're adding that cultural element to it, and... I think there's so much to Hawaii and it's been hidden for so long. And even to like people here. And then now that comes out like these like world-class things that is on the same level as anything else. It it can be relevant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think, uh, no, I thank you for adding that. I think it definitely is relevant. Like you said, I think, I think my mom's main goal for Hula was that she wanted to show that her choreography, um, can stand on the same level as any other of the classical dance choreography out there in the world. And so she set out for that, you know, in the 70s, and she was able to, like, go out and accomplish that. And we've danced in some of the most prestigious dance arenas and danced alongside some of the most classic disciplines um, out there. And I think that she was able to pull that off in her time. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, with her as inspiration, I wanted to do the same for design. I wanted to be able to integrate cultural storyline, cultural narrative, but also use our aesthetics that are culturally embedded Mm -hmm. and show that that can live on the same pedestal as any other design out there in the world. And at the same time, get these specific companies uh, to be able to work with us and also get these companies to have some sort of reciprocity back into the community Mm of of Hawaii too and so I think that that was that was the initial goal for me was to be able to rise design up to that level and I think now the next step after you know after you get the sign-offs then you get the partnerships and then after partnerships we're only looking for equity and ownership after Mm -hmm. that Um, but I think that I think that we've slowly progressed through the years of getting these larger projects with mm-hmm. whoever, Nike, Tiffany's, Louis Vuitton. We've done like a round of projects all over the place. Um, now I think that we're trying to get it to a point where how do we get these companies uh, to acknowledge that they're a part of this Hawaii signature here, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think that that Hawaii signature that they um, that they play in, also has to be paid for to a certain degree mm-hmm. like it has to be reinvested in back into the community to a certain degree so now uh, it's kind of funny that you said that uh, no is he really here because i went to the shop he wasn't there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny but yeah. that, that's kind of what i've been up to later is uh, working a little bit more in the background to just um connect some bridges between culture and and business you know mm-hmm. and have Maybe some of the friends on both sides understand the benefits and see where there's opportunities to work together.
2: Nice. I think that's key, right? Like, I think it's that's key major. that we, like, all the different business people of Hawaii realize, like, it's not about isolation. It's about, like, like, having your identity, but then working with. And yep. I, I even think that, like, the original Kamehameha's were, like, yep. very cognizant of that like they weren't like so isolation they went out they learned they did that they came back home yeah. they also had respect for their culture and especially the importance of their responsibility of taking care of their people
1: yeah. no definitely you know? it's it's documented Pael was uh, paella was like oh wait wait those two white guys over there oh they're the leftover oh. hey, should bring them over here bring- no they can't go anywhere but yeah. should bring them over yeah. here yeah. we'll <laughs> work with them we'll yeah. work with them and so I think, I mean, yes, I think it's, everything's delicate. Mm-hmm. Like you you got to be careful and you got to definitely have the land as well as community in mind, mm-hmm. for sure. But at the same time, I think why not be open to these opportunities to at least rethink how we can thrive a little bit mm-hmm. better. Yeah. yeah. And then if you ever want to just add on major, you know, like just a sound drop, major, just add them in whenever you like cause <laughs> yeah It's always needed, i sorry. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the major Wrong one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I I just want to add freaking you know you, you know already and and your work speaks for itself, But, bro. You've done such a hell of a job because just just being from Kauai and you know popping in and out of Oahu and and just seeing the scene and everything the way that like your designs and and the way that it's communicated and, and the way that our culture is like brought forth i don't want to say that you're making it cool because it or al- it's it is but you, it it resonates so hard with 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 people now like if i wear this shirt guy <laughs> you know what i mean i yeah. mean there's it, there's the, you can almost it, you learn in from when one piece of cloth you know what I mean yeah. clothing so it's interesting for for someone like me and Brian, we're into history you yeah. know and just to see that the way that you leave that footprint is is freaking unreal I, w- I would have to credit a lot of people alongside
1: alongside me too um definitely jamie from Kealo Pico, and then also ola from fitted definitely i think ola. i think there's you know I think there's uh, a good contingency of us that are all definitely helping to push this forward. Yeah. And I learned from a bunch of people too. I had, I had a, a more than enough mentors to be able to help me get to this point, at least. Uh, and one little story about that shirt is that when my mom, when my dad first, um, he, he does his hand cut artwork on. It's called ruby lith, and so it's just like this clear film and red film that's stuck together, and then he goes with an exacto. And then you hand cut into the film. And when you peel away, that's the artwork that's left. Okay. Yeah, so that's how my dad does his artwork. It's real old school, before computers kind of thing. Mean. Uh, <laughs> mean. <laughs> I tried to do it a couple of times. I drink too much coffee. I cannot.
2: Uh, <laughs> Only lightning bolts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zigzag, zigzag. <laughs> zigzag, zigzag, zigzag. <laughs>
1: um, which people still write checks to zigzag design sometimes. <laughs> letting you know it's sig s-i-g-c-a-n-e how dare anyway. <laughs> you guys <laughs> oh <No, laughs> <they're not sure. laughs> uh, but that that design has a Miley on the back and you know everybody's familiar with Miley. just in general it's like one of the most famous lays and most fragrant lays that we have and even Miley of Kauai, mm-hmm. too yeah um but when my dad first hand cut that and we put the artwork onto, uh i think he did it on a padel first <laughs> like everybody that was looking at the artwork the audience that it was going to I was like that's not Miley." Because it didn't look like what a Miley lay looks like. Mm. Because Miley Lee it's after you process and you ooh, ooh, the it, um the vine. Yeah, 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 you have to spin it all together. And so his opportunity there was to educate people what my actually Miley actually looks mm. like. That's sick. All the way down to the t shirt that you're wearing right now. But the crazy See? thing
2: is like people don't understand how much Miley it takes to make a lay. Oh, like rah. like how much sticks <laughs> yeah. you gotta squeeze together yeah. and pull exactly. them off. No, oh, that's why I, If you if you graduating
0: in the state of Hawaii and you are on that mai you better hold nah. your loved ones close. Yeah, you yeah. know what exactly. I mean.
1: Exactly.
2: Now keep that thing till the thing is dry oh, and <laughs> hold yeah. the thing for long. Oh, time. you gotta floss
1: that thing yeah. for as long as
2: can. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That
1: thing's hanging right now in our studio. Somebody just yeah. gave me on a uh, ilima the other day, and you know if you see what ilima flowers look like, they're real small and skinny. Mm-hmm. But some, when somebody, uh, I know, I know, I, I'm a person, personal. I call myself a lace snob. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate if you went to the store and bought me an orchid lay. Completely cool. It's all good. But at the same time, I also appreciate the lay makers that are over there making the lace. So whenever I get the, um, whenever I get those ilima lace, those are something that I definitely wear for multiple days, and then it goes up onto my wall later on. Just appreciating the amount of hard work that went into that lay. But yeah, I, I try not to be up, uh, you know too vocal about my lace knots. <laughs> yeah
2: well that's the interesting about like hawaiian culture is the amount of things that takes so much effort like the capes yeah. the oh. nihao shells yeah like like a whole bunch of them like miley like like oh, always like oh there's kind of like this idea of like putting yourself and your work into something and that's makes it super valuable right it's
1: crazy to me because y- Okay, so you know, if you had ten dollars in your pocket, if somebody asked you for one, you'd be like, mm, "I don't know, I can," but you know, you you question it mm-hmm. because you know what i in thinking back in the day, they would gift some of the people, some of the you know visitors that sailed sailed here, sailed here, people that uh, sailed here, they would gift them with these capes. And so, just thinking about, like, these chiefs had such an abundance mindset, which is what they talk about nowadays, Mm -hmm. Deepak Chopra, whoever you like, Uh, this abundance Mm. mindset, they had such an abundance mindset that they were able to give that away, so... Never mind about the dollar. Just imagine how much they felt that they had inside to be able to gift one of those items away. And now, of course, we're in the process of trying to get them back <laughs> <That's> from some <laughs> of these museums and stuff. Yeah. But you know, in general, and just thinking that, I think those guys, those elite from back in the day, they're the OGs of the abundance mindset, guaranteed.
2: No, hundred percent. Like or like the commitment was that yep. eighty years, yep. uh, not lay, but uh, sorry, Cape. Yeah. Yeah. What was eighty years? That's how long it took them to make it. Oh, yeah. like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, nah,
0: yeah, you can have them. Yeah, yeah. No worry. Kame My kids' kids. Yeah. <laughs> we got you.
1: <laughs> That's like the equivalent of having on like, on Rolls Royce or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, you like them.
2: Yeah. Uh, real. the keys, take the keys, come back. Yeah. No, but just like you said, like the Hawaiians had like some some super deep wisdom that like now, like all these other like self help or, or like um, philosophical people are mm. just kind of like bringing to light. But like it, it's very relevant. Like, I mean, even just a sustainability aspect, the idea of like producing, using uh, a society that's like, everybody has their purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all those things. And like, like you said, abundance stuff, like it's, it's interesting that there is that like high level of wisdom Yep. and that like, the hard thing is through, like, loss of language, loss of, like, culture. Like, that kind of stuff gets lost. Yeah. And now to, like, bring it back and kind of almost, like, reclaim that in a way.
1: Yeah, for sure. And um, it's unfortunate that a lot of that was was lost, too. Mm-hmm. And I think there's these little, like, morsels here and there. Yeah. Um, like, like the newspapers. The newspapers was one of the um, key strategic points that helped our culture move forward. Because we saw the technology, if you want to call it, we, we saw the technology at the time was newspapers. And we we're like, oh, wait, so you telling me I don't have to chant this thing a thousand times I for somebody for listen to me. Mm. i just going to print this one time and choke people going to read them. And we adopted that technology. And so that's why we had um, such a, Large amount of people that was able to read And on top of that We had more printing presses and newspapers Here in Hawaii than in America At the time We had Whoa. one of the first printing presses Color printing presses in Hawaii at the time too And so I think that we were quick To be able to adopt certain technologies That mm. we knew would be able to benefit Us as a as a culture And as a people um, And so I think now currently today How can we Maybe that's a good question to ask I mean for the, you know uh, rhetorical question but how can we adopt certain technologies that is able to help um a kanaka mindset mm-hmm. type thing survive thrive
2: 100 like because i think hawaiians were progressive yeah. right like just in in like even from like an electricity yeah. yachts like there's a whole mm. bunch of things that like we saw we adopted we implemented b- before we probably given more time would have like expounded upon and grew.
1: Never mind if one of the yachts was just for champagne for bring back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going back on. Bro, we
1: need another boat. boat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This champagne is, is mean. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed we need another boat. Yeah. yeah. It's bubbly. I got yeah. a little bit lily-coe inside. a <laughs> <with> mimosa. <laughs> it's it's mean. There's some picture, actually. You can, um, There's a picture of Kalakawa sitting down and they're all sitting like down on the ground but they're having a feast and you can see different umeki filled up with poi or
0: whatever mm-hmm. and then there's champagne Pickles. bottles. It's such a sick picture. Hawaiian, you know what's crazy? So I collect antique bottles. Shut up. Brother, I should have got... Yeah, I get, I get one, but... I, so I go digging for these things. Oh,
1: never mind. I knew this. I knew this. I remember <laughs> did, you, did you to... Yeah.
0: Oh, at the airport? Yeah, we were talking oh, yeah. about it at one point. Yeah but, yeah. but just as you bring that up, I'm like... Because those photos I used to study said, Oh my gosh, that's the one I'm after. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> if, you, if you go talk to other people at uh, Yolani Palace, they'll give you the... Um, do scans? Oh, I hope they. I hope they will. Maybe I might be getting some somebody in trouble, but um, <laughs> they'll give you the scans of their menus that they had, and, oh, it, that's and crazy. it says champagne on the on the menu. So,
0: to to, to could I pay to take it home? No, <laughs> <Can> I? <laughs> I
1: don't know. I don't know. You can work your magic. I don't want that much yeah. pool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah, that's sick. Uh, oh yeah, champagne. Oh, so, so they did. They they did have a, a boat just for that. Bring on. <sighs>
1: that's that's the rumor. That's the rumor. It's like oh. You know what? Not gonna fit on top of the bowl. You need another not a bowl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's, that's some boss move right there. Oh for sure. Like like I mean, I think about I think about that just the image of Big Pimpin video way back in the day with the champagne <laughs> being poured out. I was thinking to myself, bro, this was happening like hundred years ago. What you talking about? Yeah. Um,
0: don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of Jay Z too. But <laughs> just, I was like this was happening a long time ago. I bet you they had some if they had champagne, maybe New Year's, maybe fireworks. I don't oh. know. <laughs> <laughs> we had electricity already. We was, we, was, we was like, yeah, definitely ahead of our time for sure. We had a 32 cakes going off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. That, that was definitely on the stop to China and then on the way back. Oh, yeah. Exactly, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Third boat.
0: Yeah. Ulumaika. for that.
1: So as far as the, um, as far as Mary Monarch time. Hopefully, you know. Of course, you're gonna make them down for that. And mm-hmm. I I know you're already in the plans, and then I know I know last year you as the MC. Thank you so much for for being MC. Yeah. So um, for this year, I was hoping what you could do is just um, I seen Gooch over there, and you know I I know you and Gooch have a history, and it's pretty entertaining too. Um, so I was just hoping you could bring certain um, you know costumes with you. And then maybe just pull Gooch out of his, you know, chef. He can take off his chef hat. Just pull Gooch out of the tent, pull him up onto the stage real quick, and you know, just give him a little something for this year's only hilo. I, you don't have to say yes, but okay. I, I just trying ideas, you know. Okay, okay, just no. like
2: your mama, like yeah. oh, you, you know, yeah, yeah. Say yes, yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, uh, well, you that ticket, yeah. your friend Gooch,
2: he would like if you would do yeah. that. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah, so I mean, it's it's up to you. This this year gonna be an interesting only hilo. Um, we. We decided that because it's a merry monarch uh, that, that a lot of people are celebrating my grandma and then the quarter's coming out and everything. We decided that this Olahilo, we're going to maybe, you know, turn the volume down just a tad, just a tad and celebrate my grandma's achievements yeah. through this uh, Olahilo event. So uh, I named this Hilo event just Aina Aloha Edition. And it's called the Aina Aloha Edition after my grandma's album, Hiipoika Aina Aloha and the Beloved and Cherished Land. And I wanted to be able to celebrate... Something creative that she did, which was this album. It's crazy. Some some people that go crate digging, they find her album still sometimes, and they gift it to me. Wow, it's kind of nuts. Th- I got a picture. It. I'll go send it to you. Okay. Uh, um, I worked with uh, the chefs with the same uh, same set of chefs with Sheldon, um, with Chef Wonder, with Gooch, with um, Moon and Turtle. Mm. Uh, with now I worked with them, but we gave them. We ended up giving them the lyrics of some of the songs that my uh, my grandma composed. And you know it talks about like kalu, it talks about limu, it talks about the delicacies of the land. And so they were inspired by specific lines of lyrics, and they would take that and they interpret that into a dish. Oh my. So that's that's the menu for this for this year. Um, and then music-wise, you know, we had to like turn them down a little bit. We couldn't. We couldn't go all the way one hundred on the on the reach outside side of things. Yeah, yeah. And so we have to just kinda ground it a little bit more. So we'll be having uh Kaikenna guys definitely come in and do their thing and Kaikenna and all the boys, Ikakamai. And so they'll be having a, a set and then um Get, we have a little bit something special for the, fin- for the final guest. But I think that, you know, with Kaikana and with a lot of the different musicians, they're all inspired by this early movement of um, really rootsy, olelo hawaii music me and so um that's that's what we want to put together music wise and hopefully some of the boys uh, took some of my grandma's songs and then even remix them a little bit to update update the sound Whoa. um and then lastly as a part of this Olehilo event we brought in one of my friends Aaron kai uh from yeah the, he currently lives in california of course but he's been doing big things definitely yes as far as partner partnering up with companies he's, probably Hilo wise, I don't know, me and him probably up and up in general. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's been doing amazing things. So he's going to be coming in and doing a live mural Not uh, during nice. all the Hilo too. So there's a lot of things happening. And of course, we'll be releasing different products. Um, one collaboration that we did with Aloha Collection. And so Aloha Collection is a huge sponsor uh, for this year, as well as Toyota. Yeah, um, of course. Shout out to Toyota. Gotta gotta giving them their props for supporting this event. And then uh, we have on top of that was with Ola Brew. We'll be sponsoring this year. They have a specific type. I had to I had to try and figure out how to how do we tie something fun like a couple drinks, couple palanas. <laughs> how do we tie something fun back into Aina? And so just working with Ola Brew on this one made sense because a lot of all of their ingredients come from this space, from this from this Aina. And so they are releasing a special drink uh, during Ola Hilo, nice. uh, too. And then, of course, we have like people like Shakati that are a part of this. Waikil Water is giving some water for this. So we have a bunch of sponsors coming together. But the biggest thing about this is a lot of the proceeds that come from this event and as well as the sales that are happening are all going to go back to Edith Kanakole Foundation, which is our my grandma's foundation, our family foundation that we started. So Nice. Oh, it's going to be happening it's a big one yeah. I think, sorry I, I, I had to get, I had to get the commercial thing. out I had to get the commercial out, just p- out.
0: because plug
1: them yeah. you know I mean plug <laughs> them up. plug the, them the, some the, more the people need to know yeah yeah, yeah. but
0: yeah so looking
1: forward to them because you know.
0: eh, I get that we're going to turn the volume down a little bit but with that whole lineup you just say I don't know if it's going to be two down yeah. <laughs> 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 nah. different kind of volume
1: different kind of Yeah. Volume. Yeah.
0: yeah this but, is the high pitch yeah, like the dogs yeah. should be
1: good fun though I'm definitely looking forward to it and then of course i am going to be coming off stage from um, right from Ho'Ike night 2 <laughs> which you, which you're going to be there I guy will be there <laughs> with the with the ticket yeah. um yes yeah so it should be should be a, should be a good time
0: but this is just something that I I am curious about yep. you know how how do you um with all the things that you have going on which you know I mean you you s- sent me that that doc that that sheet that you have oh, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a the different businesses at the branches and, and everything that you guys got going on boards that you're a part of, but how do you manage your time and are, are able to give hundred percent to all these different entities and projects? One hundred percent. I don't know. <laughs> no, I I hope it's not hundred because I, I did. I don't feel too bad.
1: <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Well, I, okay. So, I, I, I'll I pull it back a little bit. You know, when I was um when I was growing up, I went to Kelkaha Elementary. Oh, I'm speaking on behalf of Kelkaha Elementary. um, i got to give you the, the Kelkaha sticker. Oh,
0: yeah. wow. Because okay. what else you and get in I, that I pocket? Get, I get one for oh, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. you. Okay, I get
1: the light one. the oh, Kelkaha sticker out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was got to put on for This Kyo thing will be right here. Ah. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. My um. Grew up. I grew up in Kelowna. Went to Kelowna Elementary, and I wasn't really that good at school or anything like that. So for me, just just making it to the next grade was an achievement. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I had to take correspondence, summer school, everything. Um, so when I started to get a little bit more success uh, design wise. You know, I was al- I was already such an underachiever <laughs> in school that I was just trying to achieve anything in design. I was just trying to do a logo, or I was just trying to do a t shirt that somebody would like and just kinda starting off small and then it that that um that kinda like homestead like mindset stuck with me for so many years. Mm-hmm. And even up to like in the two two thousand eight uh, maybe 2007 i started to do some larger design jobs for l- bigger companies and i was just like in my in my own head i was just like you know what i i want to be one of the most successful homestead brothers out there as far as you know when talks talking about design mm-hmm. right? and and i was happy to just achieve that yeah um i definitely would have to give it out to my uh give it up to my other half my better half she and then also we just had we just had our first um son. Yeah um the whole of and so he's four months old. Oh, bruh. That guy is <laughs> taking bottles. Busy, huh? down. I mean milk bottles, I should say. Yo, Take, I said Taking ha- bottles. The down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh bruh. He's his uh is just like chubby like that anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I can go on for days about that. But it was definitely in a lot of conversations with her and in those earlier years of when we were just kind of dating. That I started to realize that you know, it's cool if you want to be that one, like, influential, like successful person that everybody can aspire towards, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. And at the same time, how are you gonna set the groundwork for more change to happen later on in the future? Kind of similar to how my grandma did, and so that's when I kind of like took us took a couple steps back from you know what maybe maybe no need no need be in these lights type of thing but maybe we can figure out more um more influential and more impactful projects that can do better groundwork for change in the future and so that that thing that i sent you um i just wanted to share that with you because you know a lot of times i guess what people see on the outside they would see six and designs that'd be one thing that they'd see and i make aloha shirts yeah that's like the core part. (laughs) don't get me wrong that pays for a lot of business but um and then the other side of things would be hello kikuhi uh, and the hello that I dance with. And so that would be another part. And then maybe some of the design projects that I worked on. that's usually the range of what people see. But um, inspired um, by Shea and our conversations, as well as my team at 6 Designs, Designs, uh, I also started to like spread out and figure out how can we do a little bit more work with Ileith Kanakole Foundation, which um, I've been the president. I was voluntold. To be the president, <laughs> um, plenty of that, no? Yeah, plenty <laughs> of that. I, I, yeah, I definitely fluent in, in that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm about seven years now, and so some of the projects that I'm working on in the nonprofit, uh, with our nonprofit, with my cousin Luca and then my other cousin Lani Huli, um, we're working on these projects can c- that can kind of positively affect tourism because I don't think tourism is going to go anywhere, mm-hmm. and so my whole thing about it is that, um yes, we can hopefully try to control the numbers so that that can have a better impact on our environment. That's one thing, especially after COVID that we know about now. And at the same time, if we're not giving these tourists or even the tour guides and the tourism industry the right opportunity to learn about the culture, then maybe us as the people that hold the culture aren't doing our part. Mm. And so that's where I was just talking to my cousin It's like, you know, we was down at the beach and we was listening to some tourists who were uh, walking towards this, uh, walking towards this poor little turtle who was sitting there. And <laughs> bra, like busloads, busloads just for that one turtle. Anyway, um, we're just kind of complaining about what some of the things that were being shared as this tour was happening, and not that it's wrong or bad or anything, but we just feel like what we were able to listen to in the hello or what we were able to listen to with our aunties and uncles. That's not the same thing that's being shared over there. And then, you know, obviously we was having a couple drinks down at the beach (laughs) while we was talking about this, but we was like, well, wait a minute. Maybe maybe instead of us as being the complainers maybe we should be the connectors and so we decided let's connect this thing that we hear from our aunties and our uncles much like you guys are doing with this podcast let's connect that and let's figure out how do we connect it to the tourism industry mm-hmm. and so um, we have a partnership with um, with our county county of Hawaii. and so we created the keeper program and so the keeper program keeper stands for, of course keeper is to him a ho- keeper like to to be a a, a host to be able to take care um, of people. But also we're looking at KIPA as to properly educate people too. And so KIPA stands for known indigenous perspectives and alignment. And that's, it's a curriculum program that tour guides or hotel, um, hotel operators, or even people in the hotel industry, even up into the corporate ranks, Mm -hmm. they can all come and attend this two day workshop that we have that is just kind of an intro into Hawaiian perspectives, and then intro into how we view our land. Mm-hmm. And to us, we feel like that's just one simple step that we can take on one side so that we can start to bridge the gap because I think a lot of the people that are out there, they're out there to make their money for sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if they're educated on what the right decision is, mm. maybe they'll make the right decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things on the nonprofit side, and we have a lot of partnerships that we're working on with the nonprofit side. Um, also, at the same time, I got to learn a lot of ways of how business how business works over the years. It's kinda it's kinda nuts. Um my dad's hundred percent pocket I don't know if you guys know this. He's hundred percent pocket. Um, so I was I was uh you know, I was organizing and folding clothes and organizing hangers from when I was like yay high. Mm. Uh but officially on payroll, I just be <laughs> I just made 20, I just made 20 years officially on payroll um, this past January. Kind of Wh- nuts. Oh!
3: Wh- yeah,
1: long time. That's why I, th- I was saying silver locks, Pele hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this 20 years, I kind of learned a lot about small business mm-hmm. economics and how things work. And so hopefully I can just play my role. In, in, and that's why I showed you that whole spectrum of things was just play my role and being able to be the connector between these different places and maybe – Maybe there can be better groundwork mm-hmm. for understanding and even growth in the future. Ideally, ideally. Um, so, yeah, with that said, there's a lot of partnerships that I'm a part of and even companies that I'm involved with starting currently uh, or invested in that kind of move towards this more thriving and flourishing where culture has a specific place that is tied to Aina over here. You, you know, no matter what business is happening on the island. So all kinds of things. Oh, yeah, that's big things. Yeah.
2: No, I love that shit. Like, yeah. actually, I think that's like a super important idea. The idea of like, like responsibility and like, what can I do? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, this I've talked about this before. Um, Well, even like this, like I've always been in the back. I hate to be like in the front, but it's like, okay, so what can this benefit? Yeah. So the idea that you're going out and saying like, Oh, there, there's an issue here. Like for sure. Like, they shouldn't be doing it, this, this, and this. Yeah. But how do I fix that problem? Yeah, And and that kind of mindset, like, I think is super important. Like, as Hawaiians, there's been so much things done to people that they're coming from, like, a place of hurt. Yeah. So it's easy to kind of get in this, like, really defensive, like, nah, nah, nah. 100. You know, but what's the way to move forward? Yeah. You know, and I, I th- like, as more and more people adopt that mindset of, like, okay, yeah, this, this stuff, like, was fucked up. Yeah, but how do we like work with the future move forward mm-hmm. for the sake of our people too not necessarily the sake of like money or nothing but just like just overall general health sustainability yep. rejuvenation of culture like all these things that, and that's super inspiring like that people outside of what like even I, like because i just met you like f- whatever hour ago (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean and like i don't know like a whole bunch but that there are other people out there like simultaneously working parallel to come up and and achieve similar things yeah Yeah. you know so you're not in this like isolationist kind of mindset you're like oh no no there are people even if i don't know them yeah they're there yeah they're working and like we just do our thing and when we do meet then awesome yeah and then yeah no i I think that's the super important like change of like perspective
1: I think uh, um, that's that's awesome that you shared that, and I think it's important for people, especially Hawaiians, to know, um, or even people that aren't Hawaiian e- ethnically or by blood, people that have grown up on these islands, to know that there is a place and there is a responsibility for everyone, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure, to be able to contribute back to Hawaii. So I think that there's always there is just being able to kind of like ask inwardly, who who are you and wh- what do you have to. Contribute. Who is your? What is your function to this place? And um, I, I would definitely say that uh, my cousin Kaui, I don't, I don't know if you if you st- see whenever Gooch goes to Hana. You ever, you ever seen Gooch go to Hana? No, I missed one trip, but yeah. that, that's that's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It, like good. It's, <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> it's. I mean, I every time they just went to Hana this past weekend, and then we do this. We do this event at this space called Ala Kukui. Um, and I'll make this, I'll make this quick because I don't know if we, get, if we get... I mean, we can keep going if you guys like that. <laughs> oh, no, hey, I, we, we get time. <laughs> oh, no, wait.
2: We let this thing run. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we
1: have
0: time, guys. Yeah. No, uh, keep no. going, <laughs>
1: Uh <laughs> we, we have this event in Hana um, called Hana Ku and um, it's at a, this space. It's a nonprofit uh, that has this building... It's, mansion actually and there's six cabins and it's a 12 acre parcel property in hana hana's already a special place if there's <laughs> any a place that you wanted to see brown smiles like you know which which is kind of being more and more rare lately but yeah. if you ever wanted to see brown smiles that's the place to go um i was talking to my cousin Kau'i who lives out in hana over there she's a Kanakawale as well and this is maybe like five six years ago that she was asked to take over this space Alakukui, um and it was you know some rich people from from really nice rich people mm. from um, New York that bought this parcel but their intent behind it was really to be able to serve the community that mean. was their intent and I think that maybe over the years of doing this they didn't have the right direction of how to serve the community of Hana and so they wanted to bring on my cousin that was a great that was a great idea she called me and um, I was like oh that's a that's a mean opportunity you should you should do them, and she was like, "No, I don't like work with them." Is that the, that the end of this conversation? Yeah. And she's like, "No, no, I don't want to work with them. They, they don't even like. They don't even help us sometimes." And I think um, I'm I'm putting a little words in her mouth, but I think that, that speaks to, some of that loss of opportunity or that even that loss of culture that sometimes you're just burnt from that, you know, and you don't Mm -hmm. want to, you don't want to even help out or you don't even want to take that step forward. So I just asked her, I just asked her one question and she probably hates me for asking her this question. But I was just like, okay, what would make you say yes to this situation? And I won't, I won't forget it. But she told me, she was like, you know what? If they give me the property. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Holy shit. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Um, but okay, if that's what you want to do, let's put together a PDF. Let's make a presentation. Yep. Let's present it to the lady. And, um, you know, the people that had this property, they're actually really nice. And their intent is is definitely there to be able to be there for the community. And I think that Kaui was just kind of like this missing link to be able to help the benefit of what their intent was. Mm-hmm. And so... We did the presentation, and the idea is that this property, Ala Kukui, um, this 12 acre parcel with all of these buildings on it, would be put into the n- the nonprofit that held this property, um, and that would forever the title would actually be put into there, so that this property would forever be a part of the community. Mm. Um, and we presented it to the lady and. We said, you know what, we'll change some of the curriculum that's going on here, and we'll try to make it more of a community-centric curriculum where it can benefit the community, the people of Hana. And lo and behold, she finished the presentation. She called me up, and she's like, you know, come on. She said yes. Wow. And I was like, what? I'm not... wait, I don't understand this. This doesn't make any mathematical sense at all, whatsoever. <laughs> Maybe it's these people are doing math that I don't understand. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, the lady kind of stuck to it. She's still supporting um, Kukui, but now my cousin uh, Kaui, she's the ED, the executive director of Kukui, and two of the programs that she does, one of them is Hanaku, where it's kind of a food-centric event, and not, not only featured the chefs, of course, the chefs that we all know, like, like Gooch and Sheldon, but also we wanted to feature these gathering, these hunting, gathering, fishing families of Hana mm. that have been doing this for generations and they, they know their aina in and out, like literally like back of their palm th- because they've been doing it and it's been... It's this knowledge that's been passed down for a generation. So we wanted them to get together with these chefs and do an event based off of that. Mm. And it, it took a long time for us to understand how to do it because, you know, your typical uncle that goes fishing, he may not be the nicest
3: guy <laughs> the first time that you talk to him. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't uh, can yeah.
1: expect him just to be, be open with Aloha. Um, But if you spend time with him, then mm-hmm. over time it'll work. And so we... We made sure that the chefs had multiple times to get together with these families so that they can mm-hmm. literally become friends and mm-hmm. so that when the event happens, it's a genuine combination mm-hmm. of these two parties coming together. To me, that event is probably one of the things I'm most proud of being a part of. And of course, a lot of these ideas came from Kau'i and came from Hana and came from Kukui. But I think that it's a perfect picture of what could happen. And on top of that... You go to one of these things, the food is unreal, (laughs) the drinks unreal, everything like just enjoying the time there, but at the same time, being grounded in all things Hana and all things Hanaku. Bruh, one of the best experiences. Um. I would definitely say if you're going over there, go over there with another HANA person. Make sure that you have your proper people. <laughs> go in but other than that, if you can get over there, enjoy your time over there. And I think that that's just one of the ideas of how these things can come together, where it can be a benefit.
2: That's super sick. Yeah. yeah.
1: I forget where I was going with this, but anyway, I just have to share the story. Oh yeah. It's based off of the, you know, maybe, maybe beyond just being burnt out, maybe yeah. asking yourself, um, how can we solve yeah. this and if mm. there's an opportunity to do so.
2: No, yeah, 100%. And I totally agree with your mindset like with the tourism, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So how do we work with it and capitalize and use it yeah. to help, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely, for sure. And and so I think yeah, there's so much different like nonprofits that I kind of help out with um right. three of them for sure that that are a part uh, and then on top of that, with six designs, and then of course all of the art part of portion of 16 designs, and making sure that, you know, if you grew up here in Hawaii, that your art that you create can stand on its own mm. Al- mm. alongside any other designer or artist in the world, and it's just up to your own personal motivation to be able to get it up to that point, and uh, so I think that the opportunities are there, and so just for me. I think that maybe not so much the one spotlight person that's out there, but just trying my best to be able to um, create a network or um, a group of people like our like us that can just help for that change in the future generationally, hopefully. Nice. You know. Oh, meditation. That's that. I was gonna answer that. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, I w- I wasn't the biggest meditation person. Yeah. Um, but I remember whenever I'd piss off my dad, mm. whenever I'd piss off my dad, he'd always go like this. <laughs> <laughs> he'd always do that. He'd do that all the time. And then um, I remember him just doing that. So whenever I'd like, either get pissed off or I'd you know, get frustrated, I would always just like, okay, maybe I just got to breathe like my dad. <laughs> anyway, um, over the years, I actually started to meditate a little bit more often. So now I meditate regularly, not too not too long. Like, I'll do maybe, like, 15 minutes a day around there in the morning. Uh, but definitely meditation helps me just kind of, like, center and ground myself and a whole bunch more hippie words that you want to use, whatever mm. hippie word you want to use. But it definitely helps me ground myself and center myself to give a little bit more 100% in all mm. of the things that have to happen throughout the day.
0: I've never done that, but yeah. is is that is – that do you need to be in a, like, a silent area? Like, what what does that look for like for you?
1: For a lot of people, it looks different for a lot of people, and it kind of yeah. depends. But I think, okay. I think, um, you know, a lot of it is just more your own answer on the inside. I think there's plenty of disciplines out there. Like, there's Zazen meditation that you can go to at um, Kalihi. There's a dojo in Kalihi, Chozenji dojo in Kalihi. It was started by on Samurai. Okay. Super nuts story over there. They do kind of gnarly... Um, gnarly meditation they do like 45 minute mm-hmm. sits in the morning and it usually starts at five forty five in the morning oh. 45 minutes <laughs> it's still dark outside um they do eyes open non-guided so no talking mm-hmm. and just breathing and you have to sit um on your you know like cross-legged like this uh and so i've done that in hilo uh with um with the priest that comes down to hilo and that that thing literally has changed my life over the over the past 3 years now that I've been doing that. Um and then other than that you can do like guided meditation. There's so many mm-hmm. apps uh apps out there. There's like I Headspace. Know. Um there's the Deepak Chopra one if you're mm-hmm. into that kind of things. Uh he has he has guided meditations for that one. But I think what the thing is like instead of being so focused on external um you know, mm-hmm. external distractions or external things happening. You just focus on organizing your cards on the inside. Mm-hmm. You organize your cards on the inside so that when you open your eyes and you go into your day, everything's organized from the inside out, you know? Yeah, so I need that. <laughs> yeah, no, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean, I still need help organizing, so I, I definitely rely on a whole team of people for that. But at the same time, I think being a little bit more organized on the inside helps for sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. No, for sure. Like it gets get you straight for the day, you yeah.
1: You guys remember um Mike Stewart, the bodyboarder. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just posted on Instagram he he did like something crazy, like um seven hours a day mm. or something like that. And he, he went off to like some retreat somewhere. Um, but he did like seven hours a day and he he was just saying the same thing, like more a journey inward. And I was like, Oh, seven hours, that's nuts. I can barely make it to fifteen minutes some days. So yeah. just trying to understand how this guy can do that for seven hours. I don't I don't even know how he I'm not trying to forget there.
0: my cards good. My cards good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, can, I can, I can give a little shuffle deck. Yeah. You know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah,
2: no. yeah, yeah, a little
0: bit. Yeah, you know, no. seven hours. That's a that's.
2: No, there's a darkness, guys. Huh? You ever yeah. heard that one? Like no I never. One week, no light. The oh. room is quiet, and you just by yourself. No noise. Oh, oh yeah.
0: Hoy, <laughs> I promise something. Your cards. I yeah. don't get reshuffled
2: <laughs> <laughs> or to get really aligned. Yeah, <laughs> no, hundred percent. That's not. You like know, it, I would man.
0: come out of there just <laughs> who like shuffle my cards. You know what <laughs> I mean? Try shuffle me. I'm good.
1: Right, even with the even with the zazen, like you do it at five forty five in the morning, so it's still dark, and you yeah. hear a lot of things happening, but you're supposed to just focus on your breath and focus on the inside, and so you're just kind of like closing things off, but. Right, you come out of that. It's, a, it's just about seven o'clock. You have some coffee or something like that. you right. you looking at just like the sky and everything just seems more vibrant mm-hmm. in general because you like closed yourself off for so long. Uh, like I mean, kind of natural high-ish, a little bit, I guess. But hold that cup of coffee is the meanest cup of coffee. The best after, coffee ever yeah, had yeah, after forty-five I, minutes. I'm not
0: gonna lie, one cup of joe after one morning roll jiu-jitsu, it, you just feel. I don't know if it's because I lightheaded, because yeah. <laughs> I guys, it's choking me. Yeah. But, yeah, there's something to that cup of joe after a, a roll sesh. You know,
1: I'm, that's still something that I need to get after. I mean, obviously, I've been a huge MMA fan for, like, I mean, years, of course, from BJ Penn years mm. all the way all the way up to now. And then um, I've been a fan of jiu-jitsu because one of my friends, Andy, when I was in high school, uh, he, like, he's a nerdy little Korean kid, Um became one like a state champion or something when we, was, when we was in intermediate into high school and i was like wow this guy's amazing and then he told me one time he was like oh it's just like chess like you just have to think couple moves ahead and ever since he told me that that always stuck in my mind that just the, the psychological factor of jiu-jitsu as has always i've always been a fan of that mm-hmm. but when It comes to rolling, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm getting a little bit old. Maybe I'll sc- I go stay in my seat, I'll go stay in the fan seat, you know. I just <laughs> go enjoy, I just go enjoy. But yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, I can't wait to be able to see, um, to be able to see uh, more benefits that come from meditation plus plus jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I don't
2: know, you see, yeah, that yeah, guy, you got to start. You guys, yeah. you guys like 65, start bro. Oh, yeah, but it is like because it becomes more about thinking, yeah, it is almost like a meditation in a way yeah and like yeah there's another guy there but mostly it's you like figuring yourself out yeah, yeah. like jiu-jitsu is like one lie detector <laughs> you know like yeah, like, like, so like real you, time you, yeah yeah you're not gonna <laughs> fucking you're not gonna bullshit it yeah <laughs> like, yeah like oh. or you're gonna sleep <laughs> yeah
1: i like that that's yeah. one lie detector that's that's the two options you have yeah. either you're gonna succeed or you're gonna go sleep yeah, yeah. um yeah I, I was just talking to RV actually the other day from um uh, from Albino and Freddo. Oh, shout out Albino yeah. and Fredo! Yeah, and they've been killing it lately. I'm like, oh, bro, is it only you working over there? Is like it? He, I mean, he has a little team that he says, but like every time I do zooms with him and talk story with him, it's only him there. I'm like, RV, bro, high five, bro! I don't know what you're yeah. doing, but you're killing it.
0: <laughs> Cause it's seven hour meditation, <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly,
3: plus <laughs> seven hour rolls, <laughs> <laughs> rolls
1: too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just talking to him, and then um, I it's it's been. You know, I've been dancing for so long. But at the same time, if you ask my mom, um, our type of hula is called hula ha And it's like this, it's this knee bent and it's very like, um, it's very energetic to the point where my mom conditions us to be able to dance. weekend night, we usually dance for an hour straight. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sometimes, sometimes we'll have like one break in between where we go change or something like that, come back out. But usually my mom conditions us to dance an hour straight. Um, usually we're doing like, um, we're doing laps around the halal area before we start dancing, just so that we can kind of get like our breath to be able to mm-hmm. stabilize throughout the whole time that we're dancing. Uh, so, it, there's a lot of similarities between certain types of um, athletes or athletics, I should say, and the type of hula that we do. Mm-hmm. But just when you look at hula in general, and then of course the hula of the place that we stay right now, right now in Waikiki, uh, you know, it's it doesn't look like that. Um, but our type of hula hula definitely has a little bit more of a martial martial art to Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and i've i've always felt like there's like these similarities that are that happen between martial arts as well as our dance and then even the stories that i heard back in the day of um some of the halal's you know way back in the day the chiefs that had their armies they would come to the halal and they would Pick their soldiers based off of the dancers in the hall mm-hmm. Whoa! And that's because, and it makes sense because then you're already picking for coordination, for mm. hand and eye coordination. You're picking definitely for physique. You're picking for stamina mm-hmm. and all these specific things that you need in in our type of hula. And so this relationship or the similarities between our hula iha and the martial arts was always something that I was I was uh, a fan of to a certain degree. And I got to I got to talk to RV about this, and RV you know luckily him being a jujitsu practitioner too he was open to hear all of my thoughts on this and so i sh- i sent him some videos and he was kind of blowing his mind on our type of hula too on our hula ha too and so he um he was just saying like oh that'd be cool if we kind of like showed some of those similarities mm-hmm. i don't know if we we can show that through like clothing or share that story through artwork or whatever but um you know maybe 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 some things some things happening so uh we have just uh, we have one small capsule, mini capsule, and this capsule is also um, a little benefit for our halal, for our halal kikuhi. Um But it's just going to be uh, a rash guard and then uh, shorts, um, you know, the albino apparel uh, workout yeah. gear that they have. And then we'll have a couple T-shirts and then a towel. And so this is just a small capsule. It's just a warm-up, just a yeah. warm-up to uh, to maybe something in the future. But um, I got a shout-out to brother uh, RV because he's definitely been I appreciate his open mind and his ear to seeing those similarities between our type of hulaiha and martial arts.
0: Shout out RV brother. yeah, you know if I sent that thing too, huh? Oh yeah.
3: No, yeah. nah, I
0: I'm always we're always talking story. Yeah. You know, um that that is freaking that's sick
1: though. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about it and um uh, we should we should have it for this uh, for this Merry Monarch coming up too oh uh, things uh, on the yeah, horizon quick, yes, quick yeah. small, small things uh, horizon things I think, I think it's this is a story that I definitely I have a passion to be able to tell this story one because Hula is perceived in a certain way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but at the same time oh, my knees is like killing me and then you can watch our warm up set we're huffing and puffing we're dying over there so it definitely takes a certain amount of stamina to pull off what we do but at the same time I never had the opportunity to to show that, and even to uh, work with somebody like RV who has a platform about martial art and, and of course, has an amazing aesthetic, but to work with somebody like that and a company like that to be able to share our stories too, I think that that's, that's to me, the kind of opportunities that design allows you to do, yeah. and I appreciate each of those. Big
0: collaborations. Yeah. That's mean.
1: That's but now mean. you got to start
2: training. It, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah you, you really got really. It, everybody
1: telling me. I was like, okay, okay. As yeah, soon no, as my monopoly you sit yeah. in
2: one triangle. You do it. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah you no, you literally. Pra- practicing. Yeah. got damn <laughs> legs. Well, damn legs would have you <laughs> like, guys' uh, problems. Uh, I probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I'm going sit up. But, yeah, all kinds of things happening. That's awesome.
2: So, plenty of things in the future coming, even the unknown.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things in the future happening. Uh, Definitely with Arvia, we want a few more opportunities with Albino and Prado to to share this story and to share this side of our hula. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. There's, you know, we get different companies coming out. I don't know if you met Kili'i. Oh, yeah, in the picture that I sent you. But, you know, he has his trust tequila that he's been working on and I, so r-
0: I remember when you guys were saying that up there yeah,
1: so it's it, it then now it's widely distributed so wow you, you can go to tamura's over here in kaimuki to pick it up but um i'm a part of that uh, part of their little project i'm a small part of their project but they're definitely ge- geniuses in their own right that are pulling off you know hawaiian-owned tequila mm-hmm. so that's so mean there's all kinds of th- kind yeah. things happening to be excited about too because um you know, sometimes maybe being isolated, especially here in Hawaii, you, you you don't always have the opportunity to be excited about things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. How about you guys? What, what kind of exciting things you guys get? I'm sure you guys always kind of cooking
2: back there. Uh, we get kind of a lot, but yeah, there there. It depends, like what time length. Yeah, we yeah. We get long term, yeah. short term. I mean, I guess we can talk about just the media stuff for now. Like, yeah. um honestly, we think media is changing. We think media will go two directions. If you do like long-term like cr- or like long-length creative, we think it goes to streaming, mm-hmm. like Netflix, Disney Plus. We think regular media is kind of on the decline. But then so then all like the podcasts, the the quicker funny comment, anything half an hour or less goes to kind of like almost a YouTube yeah. like a self-production kind yeah. of model. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where I think most people see even the bigger companies. That's why why they're trying to shift super hard. Mm. You know, so we see a whole, cause the bigger companies have a hard time switching. So we're like, Oh, we can do something in Hawaii. And then because of that, if we can break out of the Hawaii kind of like atmosphere, like, like that brings in revenue. Yeah. So my whole thing is with revenue is like in Hawaii, we can trade dollars back and forth. Yeah. But unless we're getting a new stream in and collecting that really, all we're doing is like kind of passing it around. Yeah. Right. So Hawaii is super expensive to live in. And the only way I can get like my friends and my family and whoever lives whoever's from Hawaii to be able to stay in Hawaii is we have to increase their total revenue. Yeah. Right. So if we can't if we can't make the houses cheaper, housing cheaper, they're gonna have to get more money. Yeah. So how do we do that? And then this is one of those avenues that I think we can do that. And we can train guys to film. We can bring in Huge contracts if we get the right attention, yeah. Right, if we can just drive the distribution and the and the attention up, that's where where equity is. Just like the
1: newspapers back in the day, we were printing newspapers. But but that's all it is,
2: right? Like it is the newspaper. It's just the new modern way of it being distributed, you know. And that's the way we view it. You know, and then we can do that. But, we, like, we don't want to be, like, oh, just Xavier. Yeah. We want to get, like, as much talent as we can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As much, guys. We want to work with them. And, like, people who are, like, humble and, like, want to refine themselves, yeah. get better at it, figure out new stuff. Like, whether it's in food, whether it's in home decor, I don't even care. You know, yeah. whatever the thing is, give them the opportunity and a platform to go and kind of give them a, a quick boost. If we can start up and have, like, a big enough platform like as soon as they jump on and if we believe in them and we can kind of give them this quick boost where they, they wouldn't have to earn the five years that yeah. he's been doing it like eight years already yeah so yeah. He, he's kind of like paved the way and i remember in <laughs> that developing long way. time yeah you know so just that in itself is like okay these guys hopefully we can create the infrastructure the process like i mean from the boringest like how you pay your taxes yep. to how you Hmm. Like, invest your money. This is the part that yeah. they don't teach you in school. Oh, right. no, yeah. yeah. It takes you a long I'm time public to school. learn. I'm
0: public, school. public you, school product.
2: Oh, no, 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 me too. <laughs> yeah.
0: You guys think you guys kind run fast? Wait till the IRS <laughs> Yeah, I promise <laughs> you. You better get your passport ready.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's one of our goals is that. and I mean, we have other stuff in, like, land management yeah. and, like, ownership and co-opting. Kind of, like, I mean, another thing you talk about is, like, um tourism yeah so i have this theory like right now if i go and do the math on like rental cars hotels all these things like they make a ton of revenue and the money generally goes to a big corporation pretty quick correct so then okay we can complain about that whatever yeah or we can say okay well as a person i want to raise enough money to buy one hotel and then i want to offer the opportunity for ownership to whoever wants to put in you can only put 50 bucks that's fine Every year, you going p- get paid that dividend of that percent yep. to raise that. And so, hopefully, that supplements.
1: Yeah. No, that's, beautiful. that's and, beautiful. And just different
2: ideas like that, because I think there's a lot of holes in the system yeah. where we could capitalize on. Yeah. But we kind of just take everything as this is just how it works.
1: They don't want you to hear this. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're
1: conspiracy <Yeah>. theorists. <laughs> No, so nah, no, that's exciting, and I think I think uh, it gives us the opportunity to show that if if we were if we were able, and I, there are a few hotels out there that mm-hmm. are Hawaii-owned too, which is awesome. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And um, I think that if we are able to create that product that is unique, created by mm-hmm. Hawaii, then obviously that gives. Uh, whoever's traveling here, that choice to be like, hey, do you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Stay at this hotel 100%. that gives you this experience that has this cultural background mm-hmm. that is owned by Hawaii yep. people, then that's the experience that they have. Yep. Or you can go to this other one. It's yep. up to you. you
2: know? and, and then all the people working too, they have ownership, yeah? So they have yep. purpose. Yep. And, like, I see a big, huge, even, like, let's get away from economics. Let's get o- into, like, um, like, just mental health and stuff. I think yep. a lot of it's drawn by, like, a little bit of lack of hope Yeah. You know, so like we can blame drugs, but there was a point to get to drugs, too. There was there was a point to like, why am I in this zone all the time? Yeah. Right. So like I think a lot of people like kind of lose that purpose. Yeah. Like what? Why am I doing this? Right. So if I have ownership in this company, now I have a deeper thing to my community, to the connectivity, to all the people around me and even to myself and my family. Right. If I make the best experience for this guest coming in, then I have that really fulfilled feeling that drives that and then in return gives you revenue and that supplies your family. And does yeah. that, right. So basically, tourism is selling Hawaii. How do we get what essentially as a local person is rightfully yours in the percentage-wise? Correct,
1: 1,000%. Because if it's selling Hawaii, but it doesn't have any Hawaii people, mm. that is a part of this selling. Yeah, and I don't know what's happening. There's, something, there's something going on over here. But I, th- I, I think that's completely a valid way to be able to approach and applaud definitely yeah. for you guys being able to do this. So I'm uh, looking forward, looking forward to some of those, cha- and I want to hear some more yeah. for sure too. Because I think that there's also opportunities, you know, on the investment side of things that people want to be able to put mm-hmm. money into these kind of um, uh, unique cultural identity opportunities where we can make sure that the product that is being sold within Hawaii is something that was created by people of Hawaii and owned by people of Hawaii Mm -hmm. Hawaii too. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. We went, we went traverse the whole level. Oh, I swear. Everywhere. We went to the cool heavies all the way up (laughs) to the top, all the way down to the ocean with next to Timmy, the turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Getting touched. Look
0: at me getting
2: touched. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Everywhere, but, um, yeah, no, I appreciate I appreciate it guys. Yeah. No no, thank you th- for coming. Yeah. We're, we're stoked.
2: For
0: who all yeah. I, I yeah. you know, I've always wanted to pick your brain and talk story and what better way to you know, I'm, I'm glad it all worked out. Yeah, no, oh. I,
1: that, that was perfect timing that I ran into you at the airport and then you got to meet the, you got to meet yeah. the boy and everything and, and Loli. And your pops yeah. the first time. Oh, yeah, my dad just so happened to be crossing. Yes. The, that inter-island life, you know. Yeah, so if, if you guys so. ever,
0: like, freaking meet Kuhal's family, go airport. <laughs> just wait, just wait <laughs> at the airport. No, you have a better chance of <laughs> running yeah. into this guy at definitely the airport than I think all, <laughs> of all of us <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah, for
1: sure, for sure. But yeah. And at the same time, I got a shout-out, uh, you know, definitely our Hilo shop. Uh, family that takes care of all of the uh, takes care of everything there. Um, my team at Six Zane Designs, as well as at Smith Street Zen and the boys, all of them. I would not be able to pull off what I'm able to do without all of them being able to hold it down too. Yeah.
0: So. No, and and I'm gonna reinforce that. You know, freaking your whole team, Pineapple Ice, Brandon, Zen, all you guys. You guys always take care of um, me and Brandon when we come in, and yeah. you know, I just I, I appreciate you guys. Just welcoming the, these Kau- Kauai brothers in, you know, like like we Chinatown originals, it's unreal. Um, but yeah, bro, again, t- mahalos. you guys. Special shout out to you guys for for making it this far in the podcast. You know, I I appreciate you guys always tuning in, um, bro. They tune in cause cause I get polls at the end yeah. of on Spotify. Yeah and they answer them and it only pops up at the end oh nah so you know I, I just want to mahalo you guys for, for tuning into another episode of How's This Podcast and if you guys want to support um, future episodes please check me out on patreon.com forward slash How's This Guy um, it, it, it all r- really helps us um, in the content in the channel and everything like that so mahalo again you guys and brada kuhao appreciate Ooh, you, you brada.
1: Oh mahalo thank, thank you, thank for you the guys. Time. there you go what the outro <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> show the <Yeah>. major <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh.
0: oh that's awesome ba right on bro right, thank freaking hell, my guy thank you that was <sighs> awesome Mahalo all for
1: the time guys of uh, course <laughs> i definitely um uh, i i've just flew in for this, so. No, you no, you there. never. No, I,
3: I did. I just. Flew in for
1: this. Bro, yeah. oh shit. No, I you freaking No nah, Now nowadays, I only fly. I only fly specifically for um for certain things, especially if my son's. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, today's uh today's not my day to take care of him, but at the same time, it's always good to get
0: home to him. You know. Yeah. Oh, guy, thank you. Oh, thank you. oh no. Because. Yeah, yeah. I think what I asked, he said, "Yeah, yeah." I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be there or something. I was like, "Oh,
1: uh, yeah, no, nah, no." Nah, I was planning to come up for a couple other things, but then two um two things got shifted, and then so I was like, "Ah, you know what? I'll just plan for this." So it's all
0: good. Guy, I appreciate well, that, yeah. bro. But, That's um, yeah,
1: no, that yeah. I know. Mahalo. Yeah, I think I think we covered. Cause like yeah. Super stoked and Yeah, no, and I appreciate much you shared too at the end. Um, I think I think there's plenty of opportunities oh, Um so. Talk story more. I don't yeah. know if you can come to during Mary modern time. Hopefully. It's going to be fun regardless, but yeah. at the same time, you know, Gooch, I don't know if you know this, but Gooch um, started dancing in our halal. That's how I met him.
0: I never I knew know, that.
1: I knew him from high school time when I was in high school.
0: Heavy. He's old, of
1: course. But um, he... Um, yeah, he started dancing in our halal. So a lot of his projects that he's had, his restaurants, are all based in the same mindset that yeah. we learned in our halal.
0: Mental. Yeah.
1: So for me... Having him be not necessarily an MC but at least host a little bit and talk talk a little bit on stage yeah it's more of a significant thing for me oh, okay okay he's got a part you out of my grandma's yeah. uh, my, with my grandma starting the halal you know he's a part of this whole like generations mm-hmm. from the halal type of thing got you uh, so but yeah gotcha. um, yeah I wish I could say that. Let's go down to the bar and have a drink, but obviously, with Mary Monarch around the corner, I'm not drinking right now. Yeah, uh, no worries. You can save that for next time, next Mary time. Monarch yeah. time for sure. Yeah,
0: Ola Hilo. No, okay. Oh, you guys aren't calling him Ola Hilo? No, you can
1: call called Ola Hilo, but it's just Ola Hilo Aina Aloha Edition. Aloha. I'm going to send you the flyers and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, everybody's asking me, even the ladies at Hawaiian Airlines, was like, so like, so what's happening? Well, we got to buy for getting to that it's going to all release next week Tuesday. Okay. And then products actually come out on Wednesday. And then it's the first 100 purchases online that yeah. we get a ticket in.